Well, good Wednesday noonday to all my friends, and may the Lord bless you. I hope that today is a good day for you. Knowing the Lord Jesus Christ, every day is a good day. And may the Lord bless you. Well, we continue to talk together, answer some questions with good, timely answers from God's Word. I've been calling these noonday Wednesday uh, times together, uh, timely answers from God's Word. Here's our theme verse again, Proverbs 15, 23. A person has joy in giving an appropriate answer, and a word at the right time, how good it is. Well, today we um, are going to ask a question about reading God's Word. So the question for today that deserves a good answer from God's Word is uh, what may seem to be pretty simple and obvious. Uh, how do you read God's Word? Now, I have a real good friend who said, well, how do you read God's Word? You open your Bible and read it. Well, of course, that's exactly right. That is the obvious answer. But I want to go into a little bit more detail today about what it means to read God's Word. And I want to ask you a personal question. I'm not doing it to put you under guilt. I'm not doing it to make you feel bad. Uh, but I am going to challenge you if I'm your pastor and you're listening to me. It's very important. If you're a friend, uh, wherever you may go to church, how are you doing with God's Word? How are you doing with God's Word? Are you reading God's Word regularly? That's really what I want to talk about today. And I've uh, there's a there's an outline of these uh, uh, these noonday uh, uh, talks out on our website. If you'd like to pick up the outline, you can always go out there and get it uh, at any time. But uh, so today, how do I answer this question from the from the Word of God? Well, in in the book of Deuteronomy in the Old Testament, Moses uh, writes to the children of Israel. He's preparing them for uh, going into the Promised Land. Uh, they're, they're getting their final instructions, and in Deuteronomy chapter 17, when he's talking about, in that chapter, uh, matters of justice and right and wrong and how judges are to work and how laws are to, uh, to be carried out in fairness, he then talks about the fact that when, uh, when the children of Israel get into the promised land, they'll want to have a king just like everybody else. And so he gives some direction on how to pick a king, the kind of king God would choose to be over them. But then he talks about something very interesting that is the responsibility of every king of Israel, and that is for them to have their own copy of God's Word and to read God's Word all their life. Listen to this. I'll read it to you. If you have time and you have your Bible close, you can look it up. Deuteronomy 17, verses 18 and 19. So it shall come to uh, come about when he, that is the king, sits on the throne of his kingdom, he shall write for himself a copy of this law on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priests. It shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may fear the Lord his God by carefully observing all the words of the law and these statutes, that his heart may not be lifted up 
and that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right or to the left, so that he and his sons may continue long in his kingdom in the midst of Israel. Oh, so much is here. But I want to make, and by the way, this is Deuteronomy 17, 18, and 19. So the king of Israel was to always have a copy of God's word with them, and they were to read it all the days of their life in order that they might fear God and that they might be uh, obedient to the Lord in all their ways. Now, that's a great word for kings, but it's also a great word for all of us. And so let's take this apart for a moment. Three things that I would describe for you today that I want to suggest to you that are important for us. They're going to seem rather obvious, but they're still important. So how do I read God's Word? Well, first of all, I read God's Word personally. Secondly, I read God's Word carefully. And third, I read God's Word obediently. How's that? That's easy to remember, isn't it? I read God's Word personally, I, I read God's Word carefully, and I read God's Word obediently. So let's talk about a few of these things in detail. Uh, first of all, reading God's Word personally. We must read God's Word and have our own copy of God's Word. Let me go back to the verse. The king shall write for himself a copy of the law. So he's to have his own copy of the law of God. Oh, are we blessed today in our days and times to live. We have so many wonderful, good translations of God's word. And I would encourage you, uh, if you're a part of First Baptist Church, make sure that you have a good, good copy of God's word. I'm talking about a real Bible. I understand we read on our uh, devices, but there's something very important, I believe, still to this day. And I still believe it with boys and girls. Uh, they love to get something like a Bible and hold it in their hands. So do we. There's something about taking God's Word, a copy of it, holding it, turning the pages, and looking and finding the place you're going to read. And I've talked to this church about that all of my ministry here. But I hope that you have a good copy of God's Word, a reliable translation. Uh, I use the New American Standard Bible the 95 edition, the New American Standard Bible, the 95 edition, and it has the margins in it with notes uh, so that I can do cross-references as I read. That's what you all need. You need a good reading Bible that has study notes, not study notes of some uh, pastor or of someone else, but the notes of Scripture so that you can compare Scripture with Scripture. This is so important for reading, reading God's Word. So if you're, if you're needing help on translations of God's Word, I'm happy to talk to you about that. There are a lot of good places you can go, but uh, you must make sure to read God's Word, you have a reliable, good, readable translation of God's Word. Get, it, get, a, get a copy you can read, you can see, and use it. So first of all, Hope you have a copy both of Old and New Testament, all of the Bible, all of God's Word. Secondly, how close is your Bible to you? Where is your Bible? Right now, where is your Bible? Do you know? Is it stacked under some papers? Is it in the backseat of the car? Is it? Uh, did you leave it at your friend's house? 
Um, where is your Bible? Is it is it on your book stand, uh, your table stand next to your bed? Is it is it in the kitchen? Uh, you know, in, in there? Is it in your uh, best chair that you sit in? Um, uh, this is important because as we read here, he shall write for himself a copy of the law on a scroll, and it shall be with him personally. So I must carry that with me. You see, God's word carrying it with me is something of great value. So I hope that your Bible isn't lost in all of your stuff, lost in all your mess. I hope that it's very close to you and that you keep it by you at all times. So uh, then let's talk for a moment about this personal reading matter. How do you read personally? Uh, on our website, every year we uh, lay out for you and recommend a Bible reading plan. This year it's the chronological uh, reading of the Bible through in a year. But some of you have your own favorites. Remember now, I love you, but I'm not talking about reading a book uh, with some verses in it from the Bible. I'm talking about your Bible reading time, not devotional books. So how have you set your time to read God's Word? When do you do it? Do you do it in the morning? Do you do it at night? Well, you have to have a time in which you read it. It shall be with him personally, and he shall read it all the days of his life. So this matter I'm talking to you about is one of life life it's a lifestyle of reading god's word we're trying brother ken is trying to teach our children this our godly parents in our church are trying to teach their children this reading god's word and uh, not just having someone read it to you reading it for yourself and the king was to have his copy keep it with him personally and read it all the days of his life so what is your goal for reading god's word oh pastor mike i can't do it i failed this year you know you know it's great Here's a new day. Today, you can start reading your Bible again. You say, well, how do I read it and where do I start? Well, the very simple way is this little reminder. A psalm a day, a proverb a day, a gospel chapter a day. There you are. Three chapters. Uh, some of them are longer. Maybe you can't read the whole thing at one time. You read part of it in the morning, part of it at night. What I'm saying in all of this, my friends, is you must give some time to thinking about how you read God's Word personally. Secondly, reading it carefully. He shall read it all the days of his life that he may fear the Lord by carefully observing all the words of the law and the statutes. The more I read God's Word, the more it gets into me. And the more carefully I read God's Word, the greater impact it has on my life. I'm not talking about doing a quick read. Do you read God's Word for information and facts, or do you read God's Word for spiritual life? That's the real question. We, man does not live by bread alone, the Lord Jesus said, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Your reading must be careful reading. Don't read so much and so fast just so you can say, okay, I read my Bible. Have you carefully looked at the words? Have you thought about their meaning? Have you considered what God is trying to say to you from whatever part of God's words you're reading? It's the law or history or uh, the book of Psalms, the wisdom books or the gospels or the uh, writings or the letters, of the apostles or the book of Revelation. Have you looked at it carefully? Are you considering the words, turning them over in your mind? That's what good Bible reading is all about. And so we carefully read God's word and we, as uh, the psalmist says, we hide it in our hearts. So there's something to be said about reading that leads to meditation and then to meditating on, to memorization and then to meditation. 
I have a journal that I keep alongside of my Bible. And I keep that journal. I keep that journal uh, with me. And what I do is I just simply notate the verses daily that God is giving to me for my life journey with Him. Here's my latest one. I fill them up and then periodically I go back and I look at these and it reminds me of what God's been trying to say to me. I would encourage you to do the same. To find a journal of some kind and make a note. Because this is serious Bible reading I'm talking about here. If you're serious about your spiritual life, you're serious about getting uh, victory over your despair and your troubles and your sorrow, uh, then you must listen to Pastor Mike here. You must read God's Word. You must read it carefully. You must observe and note what God says to you. You must memorize it and live by it and think deeply about it. This is the spiritual way we live. This is what it means to be disciples of Christ. So how do I read God's Word? I read it personally. How do I read God's Word? I read it carefully. And how do I read God's Word? I read it obediently. This is this last phrase. That his heart may not be lifted up and that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right or to the left. You see, God's Word informs me about how I'm to avoid uh, various kinds of sinful thoughts and wickedness. It, it teaches me how to avoid godless lifestyles. It also teaches me how to think spiritually, how to trust the Lord and how to walk by faith and how to live for God and how to think about the wonderful things that are before us in heaven and to set our minds on things above and on the things that bring honor to the Lord. You see, I read God's Word and I receive it as we've talked about in past days so that I might be obedient to God. Well, I can promise you this, my friend, that if you read God's Word, God will bless you immensely and you'll experience the joys of following Jesus. I would say to you, how do you read God's Word? You open God's Word and you read it for life. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friends today who joined in with me. May we read God's Word. May we read it personally. May we read it carefully. May we read it obediently. We thank you, Lord, for all that you teach us from your Word. Bless my friends today and whatever their circumstances. May they pick up the Word of God and read it today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, share this with someone if you think it might help them. Lord willing, see you soon in church on Sunday or perhaps even Wednesday night here as we worship at First Baptist. God bless you. Have a great day.